0: Welcome to episode 292. Have people started saying things like, Pastor, you need a break, or you're doing too much? Well, maybe they're right. Three signs you need a break and what to do about it right now. That's today on The Reclaim Leader. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 292 of The Reclaim Leader. I am Jason Tucker. Welcome back. And with me, as always, is Jesse Skippington. Jesse, how's it going, man? Pacific here. Northwest, doing yeah, life. Here
1: we are in the PNW doing our uh, life and church and ministry. And uh, we were just talking before we hit record. It's the end of the school year season of a million things, and of course. Every, every, all of us, churches, schools, everybody feels like they're the most important thing. The fifth grade <laughs> moving up ceremony, the end of the year commencement, whatever's, and the barbecues and the celebrations and PTA events and church moving up stuff. And it's just a lot this time of year, Jason. It just like comes at you full tilt and then add church leadership into the mix. And you're like, I don't even know which direction to turn right now.
0: It, that it, I feel every word of what you just said. Yeah. It's, I, I, we had uh, my son's eighth grade awards night and it was yeah. like half of the thing, or I would say maybe 75% were participation trophies <laughs> That's right. or being in a club. I'm like, dude, these aren't awards. These are like, anyway, yeah. I'll be, a- I'll be okay. <laughs> and a I'm a little aside.
1: You're about to get real preachy on us. I, like... I,
0: I came really close to the edge right there. but I, I pulled myself back. I pulled myself. Yeah,
1: back. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, I feel like everybody saves up everything for the end of the year, band concerts yeah. and jazz band and all the things. Anyway, so we were, uh, and then you add ministry into the mix. I know you have a big funeral coming up for you guys and just yeah, we a, do. a hard situation with the family. We got, was doing some leadership stuff with our elders and staff and, and we have, uh, there's just a lot of moving pieces. And it kind of got me thinking, Jason, for an episode coming into the summer months of just reflecting on how we're doing, um, and, and thinking in these terms. But I wrote this episode mostly as a self-reflection, uh, but we're calling it three signs you may need a break and what to do about it. Uh, I've noticed some things about myself as a leader and as a person that I go, you know what, that's a sign that I probably just need a break of some kind. I need to be strategic here about, about that. So um, Jason, you and I have talked a lot about just the importance of finding a way to create a sustainable rhythm and leadership. And I think Being aware of some of these things for your own leadership, your own personality, and the way you're wired, and then just being purposeful in your in your approach to taking breaks, I think is crucial. So, three signs you may need a break and what to do about it. We're going to talk talk about that. Something it might be for both of us is what it comes down. to. Yeah,
0: I'm ready. I I think I this is an episode that's that's needed. You know, and I think part you know, like you said, awareness is such a big part of it. But you you know, I mean, you could be aware of it and not do anything about it. So. I think this is really helpful. And then maybe we'll get into a little bit on, you know, what we do to create some, some better rhythms when we're yeah. completely drowning. Well, yeah. the,
1: here's the thing, the takeaway that you can walk away with from this episode is if you email Jason or I, Jess, Jesse or Jason at reclaimleader.com, we will write you a prescription for a break. <laughs> you can give that to your leadership team, your board, your, your elders or whatever, and say, these guys say I need a break. And, And we'll, you know, that way you can, you can blame somebody else. Cause sometimes I think it's hard to ask for that for yourself. Don't you think it
0: is, it It is is like you're
1: admitting a need or a weakness or you're not up for it or something. And even though people say they value it for you, it can be hard to say, Hey, I just need a timeout. Can I take a break? So if you need that, we're happy to provide. Yeah.
0: And, and everyone, uh believes that you should take a break as long as it doesn't interfere with what they want from you
1: yeah there's we're gonna take a break then we're gonna do this event (laughs) you're not gonna be there for i'm taking a break i'm coming i have a break coming up going to visit family in oklahoma uh my wife's side of the family and it happens during our big we have a triple a baseball team here in tacoma and it's during our big tailgate and go to the game event and they're like you're gonna miss the rainiers game i'm like well yeah well, then who's going to fill in the blank with all the things that I usually yeah. do for the real yeah. So Anyway, it's always something like that. There's always a reason not to. Sometimes we just need uh, need to do it anyway. And and if we can help give some permission for that by writing you a prescription, we'll make it look really official and put it on letterhead. Or something. <laughs> okay, so three signs you may need to break. What to do about. So three signs first. I made these up, Jason. You might have others. So this is more of just a brainstorm together a little bit. But the first one I noticed for myself recently is that uh, a, a sign that you may need a break is that your fuse is short. Your fuse is short, or maybe shorter than usual. Some there's some short fuse people out there, just in general. But I tend to be a pretty gracious, relational, uh, accommodating leader, patient, all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's one of the I value that as a as a leader. I want to be someone who people can feel comfortable approaching and talking to, and things from and, 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 and all of that. And I've noticed the last maybe month or so that my fuse is a lot shorter than normal. Uh, and, uh, I'm not the only one that notices it. <laughs> so <laughs> you might notice it about yourself, but believe me, other people are noticing that your fuse is shorter than usual too. So I don't know, Jason, if you resonate with that, does your fuse ever get shorter than normal?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's all the fatigue symptoms of fatigue, right? It's that, uh that gets shorter. I find that I tend to, and and maybe this is one of your points. I want to steal the thunder away, but yeah. but it's I tend to self medicate with with things in my life, and, I, and it's not that I do drugs or anything. But you know, I won't eat healthy. Right, I'll just not be taking care of myself, yeah. and because I'm just trying to sort of self medicate, or maybe like I'll watch a little more TV at night because I feel like I need to escape, yeah. and and. I don't know, not that that's wrong, but it puts me in a in a bit of a funk and yeah, it's usually it a sign a, that I'm stressed out. It has out. a
1: kind of a compounding effect, right? Yeah. You, you do things like that and then your fuse gets shorter, your fatigue grows. Yeah. I think the short fuse for me, it comes when things that would normally be small things that really don't matter, feel like big things or really just bug me, get under my yeah. skin. Yeah. And it, it's usually who pays the price for the short fuse. Well, it's the people closest in, in your life. So the staff team here, like, I'm going to still have a smile on my face and be nice to to the the folks on Sunday. But during our staff meeting, my fuse is going to be shorter or, uh, or whatever. And I noticed that the other day we were halfway through our Bible study as a staff and I had, we had an interruption and I was just like, fine, let's just be done. And we were done with Bible study right then. Cause I was tired. I was over it. Right. And you're like, what? what is going on? Short fuse. What is happening? Uh, and I think that is another sign of a short fuse is sort of that overreaction, emotional overreaction. Like what are you, why are you acting this way? This is not normal for your, your, you know, your nice emotionally, even keel that you usually have Jason. And I usually have is missing for some reason. And people are going, what's going on with Jesse? Like what's his
0: problem? And people start saying things like, you need to take a break, Pastor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or
1: for me, it's not so much that they have the guts to tell me I need to take a break. They say something like, I'm sorry if I'm bothering you. Like, you know, like, I I hate to interrupt. Is it okay? I don't want to bother you. Um, And I noticed that it's sort of the George Costanza grumpy look on your face move. I don't know if you know that one from that episode, but he uh, decides he's going to have a really grumpy look on his face and everybody will think he's busy and working really hard. And it's a <laughs> really effective strategy. So sometimes when my shoes, fuse is short, I kind of have this countenance that says, don't bother me. And people are like, is it okay. Usually you're approachable, but am I okay to come and talk to you? And so I think that's just a sign, right? A sign that you may need a break. This is not you forever. It's just you right now, tired, worn out, fatigued, Maybe tired of decision making. Maybe it's just the 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 knock on effect of months of ministry on end from you know Christmas, really the fall, all the way through Easter into May. I mean, we're just cranking away. So, you know, that short fuse I think is a sign for me. So that's the first sign. Your fuse is short, and people are noticing it, and maybe giving you a little more space around the edges than they than they normally. Well,
0: and people will notice it before you do.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, They're like, what's, you know, they don't say it. I mean, hopefully you have enough credibility with people. They can, you know, it's, they can uh, get past it for a while, but if it's forever, it's going to start to have a negative impact. And I noticed this too. I have to really work at it at home with my kids. Like, you know, we're always, as parents, always saying, hey, can you please pick up whatever it is that they left in the living room or on the kitchen table? Like, can you put away your hat? Can you put away your shoes? Can you put away... And, uh, I noticed that my patience around that starts to grow thin. And I'm like, you know what, is this really worth shouting at my son about the hat that he left on the table? Like, why is my fuse so short? I don't want it to be so, um, so that's the first sign that you may need a break. Second is, uh, this, and I think this is a huge one, crucially important for us as leaders. You are struggling to give people your full attention.
0: Oh man. Struggle
1: to give people your full attention. And here's the thing. Uh, people notice when they don't have your full attention, uh, when you're only half listening, when you drift off halfway in the conversation, they're saying something and you're like, wait, what did, what, what, what did you just say? Or you pretend like you heard, or you kind of go into, uh, huh, uh, huh, uh, huh mode. Uh, I, Jason, I know this has never happened to you because you're an really aw- awesome leader and you ever do this kind <laughs> of thing. But I think this is for me is a sign that I just need a break. I care. One of the things I value as a leader is not only being approachable and not having a short fuse, but also being attentive to people being present with a person who wants to have a conversation with me. I I value that when people do it for me, I want to offer that to other people on Sundays throughout the week um, and with my staff team and others. So I think this is a sign again, that other people will notice you're sort of only half listening, only half paying attention. And it might just be a sign that you need a break. Um, So, I don't know, Jason, if you've had that happen in your life, I'm sure you have, but you lose focus halfway through a conversation. Uh, and for me, I think that even if I can fake it well enough in the conversation, what happens is I have trouble then recalling any of the conversation later uh, and going, what, what's the takeaway? What's the follow-up there? Things that I would have paid attention to and been aware of are not things that I remember later. And I'm like, I know we talked, but I can't remember what it was about. Um, we're getting ready to do, uh, some baptisms here at Marineview, which is super exciting. And I've had a handful of people come and say, Hey, I want to, uh, talk to you about, and then I'm like, who was it? They wanted me to, who was that? And then, so you start to kind of, uh, you lose track of things that really matter. So focus in our conversation, giving people our full and undivided attention. When we're struggling to do that as leaders, it may be a sign that we need a break.
0: Yeah. I think for me, it, it also looks a bit like sleepwalking. Or feels a bit like, so like I'm kind of sleepwalking through um, conversations and meetings. And it's like, I know that that's a real telltale sign Mm -hmm. for all of us because we got into this, you know, we pour our lives into this job. So if we stop pouring, (laughs) it's kind of like, yeah, something's really wrong.
1: Yeah. It's like the, you know, here's the pitcher, then you're pouring and nothing's coming out anymore because you just, you're not full. So I I think it's, you know, just one of those things, if you notice or someone else notices in your life that you're not paying, you're not fully engaged or participating in, uh, in that way, I think it's just a sign. It's just something to go, you know what? I noticed my fuse is short. I'm a little grumpier, than normal i'm not as emotionally regulated as as i would typically be and i'm having a hard time just staying present in a conversation i get distracted and i'm thinking about the next thing or five other things and uh so i think that's important so pay attention to that the third third one is this this is a harder one uh there you have a growing indifference to outcomes um and this is i think a deeper one um you know you need a break and maybe a, a serious break when you have a growing indifference to outcomes and and i think what people notice is that your standards start to slip um that it you're not as as aware of or or uh, uh, focused on doing a really excellent job for the sake of of excellency and doing your very best work you have a growing indifference to outcomes and i think uh, what that can look like is the impression that The results just don't matter to you, or aren't worth putting in the time, energy, and effort into bringing about. Uh, And this is maybe one of those deeper signs. But for me, when I start to get in that mode, you you mentioned this a little bit, Jason. But I, I'm doing less preparation and more winging it. I'm just showing up and kind of mailing it in, if you will. I can post on my skills as a leader, and I can do that for a while. But after a while, people will start to go. You know what? It feels like we're stuck. It feels like we're just in move the the you know the chip one one place down the road. We're not really going anywhere. What's going on? Uh, and so um, I think this is an important one to pay attention to when we're not we're have a growing indifference to outcomes, or we just aren't putting the energy and effort into to bringing about a, a sermon that really has iterated and is full of life and is useful for people. And we're just I have something to say on Sunday. Check. We're starting yeah. to check boxes. Um the other way that shows up for me is uh when I'm not as motivated to debrief debrief after. Like when things are going well and you're even even if it does even if it bombs. Like when you're you have a higher energy level or you're really present, I think yeah, let's talk about it. What happened? What can we do better next time? How can we change it? How do we, but when when we get to this place where there's this growing indifference to outcomes, debriefing isn't very much fun. Yeah. Because the debrief is I didn't put the effort in that I should have. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So that's, that's another sign for me. I don't know if there's, that makes sense, Jason or it
0: does. It does. In fact, Jesse, I think that's really insightful because if we don't have that kind of burning passion to see the Lord's work done again, that's an indicator that something's off and probably we need a break because that's, I mean that's what fuels us, right? And that's why we chose to be pastors. I mean, I think I think that's why I did. You know, I wanted to help move the needle on what God wants to do with his people. And you know, I've been reading this book that kind of, is kind of been haunting me and it's related to this. It's uh by David Goggins called Can't Hurt Me. Um he's has this I, I don't know if I could recommend it. It it's it's a very raw book and he's he had a really horrible childhood and he talks about his life and how he's overcome things and about being mentally tough. And it's a question he asks himself in the book. His whole premise is basically like, we're all too soft Mm -hmm. and we don't challenge ourselves. And so therefore we don't really know what we're really capable of. And he just Mm -hmm. asked this question of himself that has sort of been haunting me over the last week. And that is, what am I really capable of? Mm -hmm. It's about how do I engage past the pain point? How do I engage with everything that I am? And if I'm doing less than that, what am I doing? And and I think a a barometer for me is, does that light a fire in me or does that cause me to just turn the page because I don't have the energy? Yeah. And if the answer is the latter, I need rest.
1: Yeah. I think so. When we go, I don't know if I can if i can uh move toward that standard or push myself further and it's again this is not it doesn't make you a bad person or a bad leader it just means you need to no, break no
0: it's just a reality yeah yeah you need yeah.
1: a break you might need to step away for a minute and just rest because uh as a leader, you typically are are motivated by good outcomes and you want to see things happen. And when things don't go well, you want to do better the next time. And when things go well, you go, isn't that amazing? Look what God did. But when we start noticing that we're not motivated by either one of those or the desire to improve or be better or push ourselves, we "We might just need a break. It's not that we somehow have imploded as a leader and we need to stop doing what we're doing and go find a new career. It just means we need a deep breath. Uh, so how do we do that? So, um, of course there's vacation and stuff like that. And we're talking a little bit about that, but I have another suggestion. I don't know if this is allowed or not, so I'm just going to say it. Uh, but three signs you may need a break. Your fuse is short. You're having a hard time giving people your full attention and you have a growing indifference to outcomes, good and bad. They just, it doesn't get you riled up in any way or excited or motivated. So, uh, what do you do? And one suggestion that I want to float out there and I've, I've uh, been, uh, Giving this suggestion to our staff team here at Marine View, so we're we're testing it, and it's something like this: play hooky one day or for half a day this week. Just take a day like a snow day and just not be here on a normal work day and go do something that you enjoy, or go yeah. do nothing at all. Probably not sit in front of a TV all day long. Jason It's probably not the right choice, right? But just play hooky. Go play some golf. Go for a bike ride. Go sit in a park. I don't know, um, and then. Uh, do it again the week after that. And maybe do it for us a, a month straight. Take a half a day every week for a month. See, see if that helps just kind of f- freshen up and revive you in some way. I don't know.
0: Does that seem- I, I love you? that. I mean, no, I love that. I, I don't think tell that's... our
1: HR team or anything
0: like that. <laughs> no. Well, it, the bottom line is, is that sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. You just need to start to- Get away from the office and get away from the work just for a little bit. Um, This last Sunday I took off. I had one more Sunday to take off this because since we're on the fiscal year and uh, took my son to a a football camp out in uh, at Penn State. Got to see the Penn State stadium, and you know I had never been. I lived in Pennsylvania a very long time, and I never, never went. So yeah, that's cool. That was cool. We had this great experience, but it was like you know four hours there, four hours back, four hour you know workout or whatever with with all the other kind of recruits, and um, and it was great. It, it was just what I needed. I was tired physically. I was you know came back. You know we got back late and everything, but. We had an absolute blast. And yeah. honestly, I didn't even think about church once. And, it's mentally
1: and it, refreshing.
0: It was right? great. Yeah, It yep. was great. And I, I didn't know how much I needed it until yeah. we did it.
1: So and give yourself some permission around that, I think. And uh, know that actually you're probably going to be a better leader and more productive because of it. I think that's like the other part of it is actually good for you and for the organization and for the church, right? Uh, similar uh, a couple of weeks ago, the Husky women's softball team, the university of Washington, uh, we're in the, the women's college world series uh, and it was the super regionals. And so I took my, Son and daughter, we went up to the game. We went up early, walked around the UW campus. Funny that we're both doing college kinds of things, Jason. Uh, <laughs> saw the UW rowing in the crew house where the Boys in the Boat book, which is, if you've never read that one, that's an encouraging book. Unlike your book, it sounds like. Um, <laughs> but uh, really great book about resiliency and, and all that. But um, uh, but it was just great to be away and to be in a different environment and to enjoy that and to be with the kids. And so I think sometimes you just need a mental break and to give yourself permission. I took half a day off the second half of the day off of work and went and did that. And, uh, you know, there's examples of this. This is not a brand new idea. Um, there's, you know, you can go and and Google it and you'll find examples of organizations that have done this for people and just saying, Hey, work for the first half of the day, take the afternoon off every Monday for a month. See how that goes, see how it refreshes you. And I think you'll find that it has a, again, a cumulative effect if you, if you do that. So, Again, if you need a note, Jason and I are happy to write you a note that says you can play (laughs) hooky for for half a day. We'll give you half a day, maybe a whole day if you really need it. A second one would be something that we've talked about a million times here, and you all know this, but just scheduling a time away. If you don't get it on the calendar, it's going to keep getting pushed out further and further. And uh, I think this, when you have kids and a family and summer vacation, it sort of gets built in and, 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 and in that. So uh, I think just being purposeful about that, That's nothing new for us. I know Jason, something you, you are really intentional about you schedule it, you get it on your calendar because what gets scheduled is what gets done. And if it doesn't end up there, uh, something will kick it off and then just have good boundaries around that time. Uh, you know, I, I know it's hard, it's, you know, we have staff teams and, and people to help out with things when we're gone. Not every church leader does, um, but God will provide someone to step in and preach for you to do that task for you. If, if a ball drops and it's important enough, somebody will find a way to pick it up. It will be okay. And, yeah. and I think you are more important than that ball being, you know, picked up immediately or, or not dropped at all or something like that. And, uh, one thing I did, uh, uh last summer, we actually were running, um, then I, I, I was, uh, Uh, heading out with family, and I couldn't find a guest preacher. My usual help were not available. And so I asked our elders to team up and do a three-part devotional talk for the sermon. And so three of our elders who are not professional speakers, not used to preaching, got up and shared some thoughts on a Sunday morning as part of the worship service. And turns out everybody loved it. Even more than maybe my preaching every Sunday. So <laughs> you never know. Like there's ways to to be creative. It could be a
0: good that. change up.
1: Yeah, it can. And and we wouldn't want to do that every week. And I don't think any elders would ever sign up to be elders again if we did that every week. But but it, there's it'll be okay. There there is a way. Even if it's not the a perfect Sunday while you're gone, you need you need that that time away. So uh, take that break. That's one something you can do about it. Schedule it. Take it. Have good boundaries while you're gone. Don't be checking email. And doing that kind of thing, uh, and then I think the third one—I don't know—maybe you could think of a different one too. But I just said talk to someone you can vent to. Um, sometimes when you're, you know, the, when you notice that you need a break, maybe you need a break that just is a, a place to just get everything off your chest. You know, like just say it out loud. Um, and when you're, when I'm tired and running thin and I need a break, I just sometimes I just need someone I can kind of blow up to. Yeah. And I prefer it not to be Callie every time i wife. <laughs> right.
0: and
1: here's the thing as church leaders, we, we get it about the things we go through. And sometimes when we're verbal processing our frustrations, we just need to say it out loud. It doesn't mean we mean it forever or that we even mean it really truly right then, but we kind of just need to say it. And so, um, I think we need a place where we can say things without a consequence or the need to follow through on that threat, Right. I say things about, I will, then we're going to, we're going to change that. That person is done. We're not, and I don't really mean it. I just need to voice my frustration, right? So um, I think sometimes we just need a place to blow up uh, and talk to someone who will just kind of go, uh-huh, I'm not along. And even if they're only half paying attention because they're tired too, it's probably good. Good to just say it. Um, I've also thought about, you know, is writing it out enough? I don't know. You type, write something out, you burn it let it go away. I don't know. I think talking it out is better. I don't know. Jason, do you have, I know you and I get to do that with each other, but does that seem like a good, a good thing, a good approach?
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, it just helps. It helps you just, just by getting it out. Sometimes just getting outside of you is just what you need. And, and then you can talk with somebody who can just help you just untangle it a little bit. (laughs) You don't need, if you, are in therapy and you want to do therapy, that's, that's great, but I don't, you don't always need that. I think you just need like someone you could trust to talk with just to get all the junk kind of out and untangled and um, to have friends where you could do that for each other yeah, is awesome. So and important. and what I've noticed is it becomes a bit of an accountability thing. So once you've, once you have a, a friend or two that you could be like that with, they'll start to catch you early on the burnout Process Mm -hmm. or the you need to break process. They'll like when your fuse is short. They'll say things like, "You okay, bro?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's what's going on? You good? You know, it's do you talk? Right, and that that helps sort of uh, quicken that loop of getting yourself back. Was when you have friends like that. It's just a big part of it.
1: Yeah, I think so, and I think as leaders, we can't always act on every instance that frustrates us, right? We can't, every time something goes wrong or somebody does something that's not quite right, like their accountability is good. And we we should have conversations and address things in real time as, as we're able to, but it's not reasonable to micromanage everybody's behavior all the time. And so there's stuff that's just going to kind of build up that are frustrations over time that sometimes it's not, not even that you want to do anything about it. You just need to, to say it and just go, that really suck. Still mad about it, but I, you know, whatever. And then then you move on. So I don't know. I, I'm grateful for that. I, Jason and you and I get to do that. We don't usually record those. Those. those <laughs> we
0: do not. Maybe we
1: should sometimes. <laughs> anyway. So three signs you may need to break some a couple of things that you can do about it. I think the most important thing is just if you need a break, you know, be aware of that and, and just go, yeah, I don't want to live with a short fuse as a leader. I want to be attentive to people. I want to care about our outcomes. And so, um, Find a way to get a get a rest, and um, hopefully this summer you can do some of that. And it can be in, I think, kind of two clarifications on that point. I think there can be sort of the big break where you take a long time and get away, or uh, you take a more of a consistent over time approach, which I think is as or maybe more effective if we build rest into our our routine. We've talked some about that on the podcast over time, but. Um, summer months out here in Washington. It's beautiful. it's our prime time. It's light until 9:30, 10 o'clock at night. Uh, the sunsets are amazing. Uh, it's just a beautiful time of year. And so this time of year, I sit out on our deck, we have a little fire pit, have a glass of wine. I just sit there and stare at the clouds for an hour. and then the kids come out. sometimes we'll have s'mores. We'll just hang out. But that is so restful. And if you if you find ways to build those kinds of things into the rhythm of your life, I think you can, um, that's that's a way to take a break in the midst of, yeah. of the real life you're living too. So, so good, breaks, small breaks, things like that. So anyway, just a few thoughts as uh, we get to the end of the program year and the life of the church and head into the summer months. Uh, a reminder, take stock. If you need a break, pay attention to the signs and then find a way to get some rest.
0: So good and so important, Jesse. And again, I'm, I'm feeling what you're laying down, picking up what you're <laughs> laying down. And uh, I know for me, I need to, it's back to getting intentional about getting the rest. Right. Well,
1: and you and I were about I mean. to stop recording and run off to the next thing right now. Right? <laughs> that's but exactly right. That's just the way it is. And so you go, how I got to find ways to get rest in between because yeah. we're just running and anyone in yeah. leadership, you end up running that race. So anyway, hopefully this is helpful to folks. Thanks for being a part of the conversation and, uh, and, uh, you know, reach out to this for, uh, to us, if you need that prescription to hand over to your elders and say, Hey, these guys say I need a break. Well, we're happy to write something like that for you.
0: Well, I mean that the truth is is that if you're not getting the rest you need, you know, you're not going to be the leader that that God wants you to be. Yeah. Um, a rested leader is more thoughtful and patient and effective. And uh, in next week's episode, and not that it's a part 2 of this, but yes, we're thinking about summer, we're thinking about rest. And also, is there a chance to just get some quick momentum on some ministry? Yeah. And so we're going to be talking about that in the next episode. We're talking a bit about a quick vision reset where you can get some traction by taking a couple of steps and get going. Um, but if you're not getting rest first, it's really not going to go anywhere. <laughs> so. Yeah. They
1: go together, right? And get yeah, some exactly. momentum heading towards the fall. I love it. Good stuff. Can't wait.
0: All right. Hey, thanks everyone for, for, for listening. And as we always say, ministry is hard. It's so much better when we do it together.